Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello everyone and welcome to Failing Better. Uh, I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Johnny Pallum. Um, and we're here. We're, we're here. It's a beautiful Tuesday as it's being released. And me and Johnny are sat down here and we're recording six episodes in the <laughs> next 24 hours. So... It's, Anything it, could happen. I really am. It's a sort of nervous excitement to how I'm feeling, Johnny, but I'm also sort of dreading it. It's a bit like it when, a, when a team gets promoted into the Premier League and you sort of you're excited to be doing so much fun stuff but you know that if you if you have a bad first game mm. there's it's all it's all downhill from there yeah this is we're making two weeks of content in 24 hours and and it could go anyway it could it, i mean this could be this could be the beginning of a new dawn for failing better it could be the end of a tragic era for failing better <laughs> well yeah and i, look, I don't like uh, the idea of bad omens um but just before I pressed record. I did say to Johnny, hey, do you have a microphone plugged in? And Johnny said, I completely forgot I even needed a microphone. So, um, you know, we've been doing this for over a year and that's we're almost at the point where we know instinctively that you need recording equipment. I was so focused on content, I forgot about form. What a brilliant save that is, Johnny. Yeah, I'm completely bullshit. It's a great save, isn't it? And absolutely wasted on on the rats that listen to this. Maybe I can become like a PR sort of campaigner for like, you know, ExxonMobil or someone really evil. Because what they need is they need sound bites which sound good in spite of the fact that that's not reality. And maybe that's what I can provide the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that must be one of the easiest jobs, right? Doing PR for an oil company. Because you probably get paid so much money. You're not realistically expected to change anyone's mind. I mean, who genuinely looks at Exxon Global and thinks, well, they're... I actually think they're really good. For Me, the, I, for, for the I'm actually very, I was very anti um, the big polluters, but then I watched that they did a little video when they talked to a polar bear, and it really <laughs> changed my opinion. Uh, I, the polar bears want to swim. <laughs> look, more water for the polar bears. We should all be happy about that. Exactly. They love having a paddle. Why? Why is it just people in Spain who get to have a paddle? Surely all <laughs> of God's creatures should be able to have a paddle outside their outside their home i completely agree sorry we're about to take a sip of drink there johnny so you're gonna to have to say something sean's sipping his drink is i think he's doing quite well i'm watching him 
He's absolutely nailed it. That is He's the worst thing you could have said. That's the worst thing. I said, I'm going to have a sip of my drink. You're going to have to say something. And so what you said is, Sean is <laughs> sipping his drink. You basically went into, like... When, uh, I was commentating. When, I was commentating when, on when your... When blind people have to go to films and they have to have an audio description of what's happening. Well, maybe that's another job I could do. I like this podcast so far because we're coming lots of creative jobs that I could do which aren't podcasting or stand All right, all right, all right. You do audio description. I'll do things. Yeah. And you, the listener, whether you're visually impaired or not, you can't see what I'm doing, can you? So think about that. So this is actually a perfect test, Johnny. All right. So I'm going to do some things, yeah. and Johnny's going to describe what I'm doing, and we'll see if we can get him a little job yeah. as an audio... What are they called? Is it just It's just audio descriptions for the blind, isn't it? I think that's probably what they're called, but, but I'll be honest, if, we're gonna, if, we, <laughs> if I'm going to get this job, I will look that up in the interview, rather than turn up to the interview and going, what, what even is this fucking job called? <laughs> Well, I don't think if you've got the interview. I mean, it's probably not just like an open interview for the job. I think it's quite specific. So you probably have found that before then. Anyway, right. Uh, let's do this. Right. Okay. Sean is taking off his trousers. <laughs> Sean is uh, sticking out his tongue in a seductive manner. Sean is showing me his engorged penis. Sean is literally giving Johnny the finger. Sean is actually giving Johnny the finger. Do not hire this man. Do not hire this pervert to describe films and television. Sean is Fiona, Fiona Bruce is taking off her blouse. <laughs> Hugh Edwards is giving me the evil eye. From his little penis. <laughs> this little Welsh dicky. <laughs> Winking at me, Hugh Edwards, you naughty boy. Hugh Edwards, little Welsh dinky, is is winking at me. Anyway, let's move on. Should we find another job for you to do? Yeah. Editor might be a good job. Editor, do you know how to edit stuff? Because no. already this this episode is going to be a hell of a job. I don't think it is. I think everyone sensitizes gold. Okay, I agree. Um, what Audio other jobs... gold. Okay. Uh, what are the <laughs> What other jobs would you like to do, Johnny? Any other fun jobs you could do? Well, I, I guess maybe what I should do is focus on the jobs I have and try and do them competently. <laughs> <laughs> what, like a, a social media expert? I mean, you've done two clips two recently. motherfucking clips. Were you impressed when they came? Did you, first of all, I said I was going to do it. Did you have any belief that they would happen? You said to me, you sent me a message saying, I've got a clip. I'm making a clip. It should be ready in three hours, <laughs> which is first of all, I was amazed at that. Yeah. I was, I thought, well, look, look, is that a long time to make a clip? Yes, is that a long time for Johnny Pelham to make a clip? Absolutely not. I, so I was very I, impressed. I started uh, six months ago. <laughs> Still a huge improvement. Yeah. Huge improvement. Um, I mean, I would say you did it exactly right, Johnny. I was very impressed. You put it in landscape mode. Uh, you didn't sort of factor in r the real dimensions of 916. No, no, no. put no, the no, writing no. very small all the yeah. way along. That was, but did uh, you see the second one? Did you see the second one? You uploaded one? it uh, at, what was it, like 10 p.m., which is, I think, that's viewed as like the optimum time Prime to upload time. it. Because that's, you know, basically people want to know that there's something there if they wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning for a shit. The thing you're focusing on, Sean, is the first video where all those mistakes were made. And then what did Johnny do? He learned from his mistakes. The second video, in the right ratio frame, bigger subtitling, released at a good time. And you know what? Frankly, it got about eight likes. And maybe, <laughs> made me want to stop doing it instantly. Well, I've got your second one up here. Um, 
let me have a look. It's the perfect. It's the perfect. Um, it's the perfect video. clip, is it? It's better than it, that clip. Is better than anything uh, anyone's ever achieved in life so far. <laughs> it's pretty no. stretched out. The would you say is, that we're stretched out there? I would, but the problem is we the, the video we use, we can't get it into us into an Instagram phone without us being stretched out. Well, I was gonna suggest there that maybe we just don't have video. Maybe we just do audio. Video's clips. better though, I think everyone has video. Yeah, but people have video because you can actually see them. They can't see us on these. You can, you can see my sexy face. <laughs> you can see my the sexy I, Do you know what I'm very impressed with? You did you have done that thing where the subtitling, uh, every word as it's being said, the the colour of the word changes. Now I how do... long, be honest, did it take you to figure that one out? It was actually very quick because there was a there was a ten minute video which told you everything you needed to know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I should have watched this a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I, I know everyone has video stuff, but like we don't know how to do that. I think let's just do videos and make. I think I'm going to keep putting out a video, but that doesn't mean we have to say something clippable. And so far, I guess maybe we can talk about maybe Hugh Edwards' dick can be the clip. <laughs> I just, I just, I, th I think we're tempting fate with our relationship with the BBC as it is, without threatening <laughs> national sweetheart Hugh Hugh uh, Hugh Edwards. Imagine that. Imagine if we got on the news because we were sort of... I mean, I think that would be a big story if we managed oh, to Oh, let get... that little fireman Sam prick do what he wants to us. Oh, hello there, boys. What you up to? <laughs> oh, fuck off. That's unexpected. So do you not like Hugh Edwards? I actually I actually really like Hugh Edwards. Oh, I've wow. got to say that. I think Hugh Edwards is the last of the great news, news readers. What? Uh, you've taken us down a path then absolutely gone the other way there so i agree though actually hugh edwards has got the, that sort of authority of a man who should be presenting the news some of them you think what is this guy doing whereas uh, he's I, got I, it i think he's just got that gravitas he knows when to keep it light but he knows that it's a dour situation i mean it's not a ultimately he was the guy who was chosen to break the news to the nation that the queen had died you know they're not going to give that to Lizo Nazimba from Newsround. <laughs> You've got good knowledge about sort of news. I, news well, reports. yes, yes, I really do. I, I always was a big fan of um, Fiona Bruce, yeah. um, who has now moved on to Pastures New. I think the newsroom misses That sounds her. a lot like Fiona Bruce has died. <laughs> 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 As far as I'm concerned, if you're not hosting the 10 o'clock news on the BBC, you are dead to me. <laughs> Which means that I'm dead to me, my wife is dead to me. So Fiona Booth has gone, sadly, straight to hell. <laughs> gone straight to hell. So um, um, what are we talking about? Hugh Edwards and your, your liking of him. Don't you think he's great? I think he is. He's got the he's got the right gravitas for the job. I for agree. people who aren't from the UK who listen to this, Hugh Edwards is like the BBC's, I would say he's their main anchor now, their main yeah. news anchor man. Yeah, yeah. Imagine, uh, like, I'm, I'd say I'm probably the main anchor of this podcast. Imagine the sort of me, but on the BBC. Do you think that's right? Yeah, he's the Johnny Pelham of, of BBC News. And, th and their viewership has really shot up since he started making those stretched out clips of them <laughs> that he's uploaded at midnight. All right, how's it going? I'm just making a fucking clip. <laughs> I'm gonna clip up the bit where I I'm gonna clip clip up the bit where Zelensky has a loaf of bloody bread, right? <laughs> it doesn't fit in the nine sixteen dimensions. We're gonna stretch it out more, you bastard. You've got quite a good Welsh accent. Thanks. Oh, you've got quite a good Welsh accent. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like when uh, Martin Lawrence plays Big Mama. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> 
Um, you went you went viral this week, Sean. You got like seven hundred. Yeah, 000. you want to talk about clips? I've got a fucking clip. I've fucking yeah. I've got a clip in this in my Glock. Sean, I, I'll do a bit of uh, audio description there. When Sean said that, he made the gesture like a gun with his hand. Yeah, clip. Get it? Very I don't exciting. expect you to get it, listeners. You kind of a lot of virgins listen to us. But cool kids like me living on the streets, we had to set about guns and stuff. Whoa, that sounds really cool. Thank you. Um, I've Yeah, I've been doing... Uh, I, I finally just had enough time in my life to start clipping up some of my stand-up. And I've, I've put a few... I've started... I've, you know, I'm trying to do it uh, more. Uh, it's gone really well. People are loving you. I did one. Basically, I did one and it's had loads of responses. And then I did one again afterwards and it's had nothing. But I the suppose th- that's the game, isn't it? The thing that I thought the one that went, well, the one that went well is like, why London's the best place to live in the UK. And what's great about that is then everyone is like, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. And it yeah. creates like, so you just need to get, con- we, that's what we need to do. Content that is like, going to spark debate i think that's the problem isn't it is in order to genuinely go viral organically uh and sort of outside of your own bubble yeah these things are designed for people to be confrontational yeah or to say sort of contentious things and actually what i would say wasn't particularly contentious but i suppose even if you're saying london is good you're always going to get some dorks from you know where you're from no offense from Manchester? Yeah. Saying things like, no, it's fucking, no, Oasis are from here. So soul's Jesus. Fuck off. Do you think, I think we should try and do some, some controversial content then that sort of splits us and, and then we can say, whose side are you on? And then that way we can go viral. What, um, what what's, controversial... a, what's a topic? I mean, do we dis- disagree strongly on any topic? Uh, what's your favourite uh, spread on toast? I don't eat toast. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the clip. That's it. Sean doesn't eat toast. And then you need to say something about like why not eating toast is better. Like why why um, I, I I enjoy toast. What are your thoughts on it, Sean? And I'll say something really I also really enjoy toast, but I'm trying to slim down and it's sort of I'm trying to be disciplined, but I'm probably gonna have a few slices over the weekend. Now that is going to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't <laughs> light a spark under the British public that I don't know what will. As the social media expert, I can say that that toast material is going to the top. That's going to be our garlic bread. (laughs) That's going to be our out, out. (laughs) I like the idea because we have listeners from overseas who don't know what the garlic bread routine is. It's like a famous British comedy bit from a British comedian. So he's going, that toast bit is going to be our garlic bread. And they're probably thinking, what sort of strange feudal <laughs> lifestyle are they living? I um, I did a gig yesterday that was awful. Shall I tell you about it? Yeah, you have. I mean, do, do you know what I like about you so far, Johnny? You have not, you're not trying to let the conversation flow. You've got very set things you want to say, and you're saying them. It just felt like that had reached its natural conclusion, but do you want to go back into Peter King? I've got nothing to say, but what? what, genuinely, what is your favourite spread on toast? Nutella, I think, but I can't have it, because if I start Nutella, I don't stop. I just can't. I can't. If I have a tub of Nutella, I will not. I'll just eat it in, like, two days. Fair flips, mate. I I never understand. It's people who have, like, wine cellars, and they just have loads of... Like, people who have wine in their house that isn't half drunk at the wine. I just don't understand these people. I've not been drinking at all. Like the last few weeks, I've not been drinking. Oh, really? How have you found it? Awful. I hate my life. Um, <laughs> it, look, it's, look, 
Oh, I've been very disciplined diet and drink and intake wise and exercise wise. And it is having the results. Like I, I'm very proud to report to you and you, you Johnny and you the listener that there's a chance I might have a hot bod actually. Really? Can, can we see the bod? No. Well, what's the point in having a hot bod unless you show it? Well, it's just knowing that I've got one. It's the same as how I feel about my AK-47. I'm not going to show it to everyone, but I know I've got it. There's so. no way the AK-47 isn't what you call your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Locked and loaded. <laughs> I call that the Nerf gun. So you, um, that's it. So you are, you're getting a hot bod? It's, well, it's less unhot than it was, if that's uh, not too right. cumbersome a way of putting it. There so is a, look, there is clearly... A, a, not even a glass ceiling. I would say a platinum ceiling to how mm. hot my bod can get. But I had also reached the basement. <laughs> you in the cellar? I had reached the basement. Fritzel. <laughs> yeah, I'd fritzled my own body. And that's exciting. So are you? Because are you? Are you? Can I just you... say? I think your mic's being weird. You're laughing and it doesn't pick up. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe you, you got... need to. Maybe you need to. Maybe I, I need to be funnier. <laughs> Oh, uh, jo- was... Johnny's face has gone weird. Has it? Yeah, you looked very concerned. You look, you literally looked like you found out what was the problem was, and the problem was, oh, the reason my mic's not working is because I've got forty-five minutes to live. Oh no, no, it's actually sixty-four minutes, and I'm going to spend that time with you, our listeners, and with you, my good friend Sean Patrick McLaughlin. That's Joseph Patrick McLaughlin to you, scumbag. <laughs> Um, what were you talking about on your penis being an AK-47? Are you getting no, we weren't talking. No, we weren't talking about that. That's it's exactly. actually quite telling that that's what you think we were talking about. So you're getting a hot bond? No, what, no. But here's the, the here's, here's the point. Here's the point. Am I going to go to the beach? I Where? just want you. I want you. I want you to be able to show the world your hot bond. I, do, do you think if you took your body off, a woman would go, "Wow, what a lovely body that man." If has. I took my body off, yeah, I'm sure my <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely body that he's taken off. He's unscrewed. <laughs> Like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> what was what was the point you were trying to say? The point I was trying to say is tonight. Oh, I'm going out for yeah. burgers and beer, and all I can think about is beer. Really, that's exciting. Can I tell you what I'm worrying about, Sean? We're meant to be doing a 10 a.m. recording tomorrow, and I'm seeing that as looking possibly just not going to happen. Well, Johnny, if you uh, remember correctly, early on in this podcast's life, you would frequently come to the recordings having already been at the pub that day. So I think the fact that I'm having one burger and a beer the night before uh, no w- should, not be a, should not be a cause of concern. There is no way you're going to have one beer. No one stops drinking, then has a beer. And it's like, actually, this lovely sensation that means all my worries feel slightly less uh, real. There's no one stopping after one. I was... I. I am worried about how how much better I like myself when I'm drinking. For people like us, reality isn't our friend. Reality's not an option for us. Yeah, we have to be... We can't just go through life completely conscious and, yeah. and, and experience life as it should be experienced. I need something to dull and numb the reality of me. Exactly. So that's intense. So you're going to get absolutely shit first. Who are you going with? My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> There'll be a lot of that going on. Yeah. Let the corona flow. <laughs> I even brought a moustache with me. <laughs> and a mankini. Where are you going to pop your AK-47 in? I'm going to pop in the old Nerf gun. 
<laughs> Unscrew the old body. <laughs> My wife, Why isn't our podcast bigger? <laughs> why, why is our podcast sta- <laughs> why is our podcast stuttering? So why? So that's exciting. So you're, where are you going for burgers? Like, is there? We've you, got a voucher place? for honest burgers. <laughs> why is that funny to you? What have you ever had a fucking voucher for anything apart from to get sterilised from the council? <laughs> that's not a voucher. That's, that's a mandate. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a court, court order. <laughs> you cannot breed. <laughs> we think it would be bad for the local economy if we if the concept of you having a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think house prices cannot thrive whilst there's a chance you're sort of, you're, you will... Procreate. Are you laughing at the idea that I'm going to Honest Burger or are you laughing at the idea that I've got a voucher? I think the idea you've got a little voucher and you're going to pop into a little Honest well, look, if you put little, If you put little voucher, if you say little before it, obviously it sounds pathetic. You could say that about anything. Oh, you're just having a little World War Two. Like, everything sounds like that. Um, yeah, that's true, actually. Um, but I just love the idea of, hi there, I, I did, uh, I was online with Impala earlier, and it went really well, and now I've got my little voucher, and I'm really excited to eat my burger, because I've not been eating burgers, and I'm also going to have a beer, and I'm really excited, and me and my wife are going to have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it were the problem is that is going to be in my head when I go there. <laughs> And I reckon I'll be more like that than I would have been if you hadn't said that. Hello there. I'm not. So, do you think I go to restaurants? And the first thing I say is I was on live at the Apollo. No, you just hope someone notices. You start. You start going. You you go into toilets. You go into the toilet. You lock the cubicle, and then you start saying to yourself, "Oh my God, there's a guy in live at the Apollo here," hoping that other people in the restaurant will hear it, not realise it's you in the toilet saying that, and it'll get round, and you might get a free pudding or something. Yeah, get a free pu- free pudding, <laughs> free pudding for the king of the Apollo. <laughs> he's Three got cheers, hip hip hooray! <laughs> he's got a voucher for his <laughs> burger, will and he's you, got. <laughs> will you be paying? Oh, he'll be he'll be leaving a heck of a tip, I imagine. Oh, actually, no, I'm just paying with a voucher. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Rolled out the red carpet, and he's paying with a flipping voucher. That's uh, I I like that. Though. So I think you're gonna have a lovely time at honest. You don't get va- you have vouchers. Is that no, vouchers not a thing in your life? I'm too stupid for vouchers. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, that is one of the most tragic yet accurate things you've ever said about yourself. I'm too <laughs> stupid for vouchers. But the when point of a voucher is there's from? no thought. No, when you get them from? You get, get a gift. It was a gift. Oh, well, that's... I couldn't... That's... I thought... You know, like in the McDonald's... Do you think that I'm just picking... Yeah, like I've, I've, I, I bought a voucher <laughs> I in, like in lieu of one, money. I thought you'd cut one out of a magazine or something. I don't know where vouchers are. Vouchers feel like a very 90s concept to me. Well, maybe it's not. Well, I guess like a Groupon is a source of a voucher. But there's something. So someone bought. Who bought you a, as a gift <laughs> to, like, a voucher to Honest Burger? That's the shittest gift. What, what was it? All right, let's do an act out. There's all no right. act out. It's, it's your birthday. Out. It's your birthday. It's your your your. I got. I think I got it for. I don't remember. You got it for Alexa. No, I didn't get it for her. I, I my <laughs> wife. The... I've got my wife a voucher <laughs> for Honest Burger for Christmas. <laughs> this, this... That is like genuinely something I do have my locker as well. Yeah. I do have that in me. Hey babe, look at that free free um free gas check down Quick Fit. So, um, 
Someone's been good this year. <laughs> I've been hearing you talk a lot about designing a vegan burger. Well, with, with this coupon, you can cash it in and get one of those. <laughs> you can get one of those. I was alive at the Apollo. <laughs> if you tell the if you tell the waiter, they might give me a pudding. <laughs> no, I think it was given. I think I got given. This was a couple of years ago. We were given like one of these. You've kept this voucher for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting for the right moment. Look, you don't go two-footed into an honest burger. You wait what? until exactly the right climactic conditions. Yeah, I think what you say, I think this is what you do, Sean. You give, you give the voucher in, you get the honest burger, and then you say to your wife, there's a reason I've taken us to honest burger, and that's because I feel we need an honest chat about our relationship. And as you're eating your burgers, you talk intensely about what is working, what is not working, you have a cry, you can reconnect, you... Make passionate love on the floor of Honest Burger. <laughs> and you say, this is honest. This is who I am. This is and honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wha- I and I go, wah-wah-wee-wah. <laughs> and then you say, I love the Apollo. Wah-wah-wee-wah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I get the pudding. <laughs> and you've been carted out there by the police correctly. You said, live- I'm on live at the Apollo. <laughs> My clip went viral. My clip went viral. I, th- I yeah. Um, no. <laughs> You're not going to no, do that. No, none of that. I think I got it as part of. Um, sometimes you get these things, and it's like, oh, night. You can just you can pick what you do. And I think it was we finally got around to using one, and my wife was like, oh, one of the things you can do is just go to Honest Burger. Is Honest Burger good? I don't think I've ever been. It's just like a. It's, it's just fine, like a sort I of se- semi upmarket burger chain, right? Exactly. It's one of those like twelve pound burger chains where it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that would be mine. But I think you'll have a good time there. I think I think I definitely would mention Live of the Apollo. I mention Live of the Apollo everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I say. I say uh, Do you always list your credits every time least, you every time yeah. you get? A, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll have a sandwich. I don't know if this changes anything, but I've been on Live of the Apollo. Is that still full price? They <laughs> say yes. They say yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you've got you've got to just try and get in there. I don't know if this changes anything. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, next time I see you, we should go out for. I mean, we've both been on live at the apartment. We should go out probably, probably, probably pay us just to eat there. <laughs> an honour having you both in Greg's. Yeah, it's live at the Apollo Squared. I know, I'm, I'm trying to get Lucas in on a sausage roll. I don't know if this changes anything, but we do the podcast failing better. But we're on the podcast failing better. No, I will not leave. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm a paying customer. Yeah. £28 for Lucas in. It's inflation's going to happen. Well, speaking of credits, I noticed on your Edinburgh Fringe listing, Johnny, which is now out, uh, we could end this episode with you promoting it. If you're going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, um, go see old Johnny Pelham do a show. Do. I actually can't remember what time I'm on, but it's, it's at the Pleasants, in a venue in the Pleasants. Come to it. I'll look it up now. How about that? But I noticed you didn't put um, the podcast in your listing. Did I not? No. Oh, Oh, acting so surprised. I think you can change the website one anyway. Because the... the, the, um... Johnny Pelham, optimism over despair. Johnny told the nation his biggest secret. He's pretty sure it was a mistake. Find out why this candid and bitingly funny new show. As seen on Live at the Apollo... Mock the Week, Alan Davis as yet untitled. Really? Have you been on that? Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, you. It was actually no, really good. It was actually no offence, really I can't think of anyone less suited to that show than you. Well, I tell you what, you've, you've skipped by Mock the Week, which is actually a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> a 
not a better way to insult with me. Because anecdotal stuff, I can do okay. Little jokes about Boris Johnson, no, no, no. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, I that's really good. I like, I'm glad that you did all that. Herald Angel winner and Chortle Award nominee. So you sort of didn't put... Uh, well, I, I wouldn't have had that. I would have had... Failing Better is the greatest podcast in the world. Unfortunately, Sean McLaughlin, the main one, can't be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. But if you want to see his sidekick, Johnny's also doing a show um, about how... I mean, your show... <laughs> it's funny that you sort of always me- mentioned Live at the Apollo when you're checking into restaurants and because it seems like here, like your, your show is just about how you did live at the Apollo. So are you basically doing this show? You're doing this show in Edinburgh on the hope that what, that the audience just give you free food. Is that the idea? Well, that's my, that's the hope really. I mean, I'm hoping for the dream for your combination, free food for life. uh, And, you know, I just get to sort of wander around with a list of my credits and, you know, people say, Oh, you're not allowed to park there, sir. I say I did Alan Davis, I was getting titled. They say, fair enough. Have I don't really understand. I'm not totally sure I understand how things work. But we move <laughs> into a more bartering economy, I think. And I'm going to barter my credits for, you know, status, free items and uh, kudos. I think it's going to work and I respect you. And I'm really glad you've got great credits there. You've had a, you've had a really good career, Johnny. It's remarkable how few social media followers I have and also my ticket sales. This actually reads perfectly well into uh, my gig, which was terrible. And I will say, I will add Failing Better. It was an oversight. It's not on there. You genuinely and shouldn't. I should, I should, I should. Definitely. Why would, you add, failing, why would you add Failing Better? Put it, just put it, just put it. All it does need to do is just put up. Put it like 75% of the poster should be just an advert for the podcast. Yeah, it will be, it will be. Don't worry about that, for sure. Um, Do you want to talk about the gig on the next episode? We could Because of the time. How long have we done? I don't know. You're supposed to time it. I forgot that. (laughs) (laughs) I think we started at 10, so I think we've done about 28 minutes. All right. Well, let's do do your story then. So quickly talk about that. I am, so I'm doing a preview for my new show. Uh, Optimism over despair at the Pleasance Courtyard at... 10 to uh, 6, is it? 10 to no, 7? 10 to 7. 10 to 7. It is a, if you go there at 10 to 6, you will be the first watching in the queue. a better show. <laughs> watching the back end of a far superior comedian. <laughs> no, Johnny is genuinely one of the best comedians I've ever seen. And I, Thank you. you. Know, and I don't, you know, I genuinely don't say that lightly. Uh, I'll do the audio. Uh, Sean is shaking his head repeatedly as he says that. <laughs> Sean is doing the sign of the cross. Johnny is handing over money. <laughs> I, uh, so I do a gig. It's in a it's in a it's in a games cafe, like a weird sort of um, games cafe. The promoter says, uh, "Yeah, we're feeling pretty good. We've sold six tickets in advance." Okay, oh, now <laughs> all those credits, six tickets, uh, five pass. N- not not one of them's turned up. <laughs> then, I can't. Oh no. Then a man dressed as a wizard. <laughs> Like purple trousers, purple hat, like full cone hat. Like should, have said, should, should have told him you've been on Live at the Apollo. It might have given you a free wish or something. <laughs> I did, I did. You've been on Oh Apollo Live. <laughs> Take this orb, young sir. <laughs> and then three people turn up. So I thought, they all were like, yeah, we're going to do the show. I was like, I don't want to do it. But everyone else was up for it. So I didn't feel able to say, oh, this is totally pointless. So I did the show. And the show is literally me talking about how much I regret doing live on the Apollo <laughs> <laughs> and how and how it was massive because I talked about being sexually abused on there, which is crazy. 
And so I'm just I'm just talking, and there's just a, a wizard looking really bored. <laughs> so when you say it was a games cafe, was it like a board game cafe? Yeah, I think it so. wasn't like a, it had arcade games or anything. No, no, yeah, it was like a board game cafe. So I think that's presumably where, where the wizard hangs out. Yeah, probably then... turned up for a game of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Didn't expect to get. Wait, is that the guy from Alan Davis as yet untitled? Yes, Talking about is. sexual yes, abuse. Yes, it is. <laughs> And it was so, it was so bad. I don't think you've ever bored a wizard before. But it's oh, every day, mate. Oh, I've been there. That's what we should do the podcast about. Start a new podcast about all the times we've bored wizards. But then a part of me thought, I'm glad. Because imagine if I found out the people who love my comedy in the wizard community. That'd also be awful. It wouldn't be ideal, but you know what? There's probably enough of them. What you, that, that's what you need is a niche. I've always thought that's what I don't have as a niche. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can appeal to the to the magical folk. Well, the I mean, did, the did, did the gig go well? Did the, did the, no, did... the, 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 I would say the wizard was was bored. No, he was initially engaged. Then he became distressed by the topic. Then he became bored. So he went through. It wasn't even like he was always bored. There was times when he was like, "Oh, this could be good," and then by the end he was like, "Oh, you had him and you lost him." I'll never watch stand-up comedy again. <laughs> well, Merlin, sorry about that. What I'll say is, all I will say is, a lot of my show right now is just me listing my credits and then saying, "Give me something for free." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's why you do these pre. That's why you do work in progresses and previews because you, you, Johnny, have the talent to turn a list of your credits and begging for food and water and stuff into something transcendent. And let's you, hope that's true. I think you should be listing your credits and begging for food and water at the Albert Hall. At, you know, Carnegie mm. Hall. I think these are the places you should be doing it. The Hollywood Bowl. Johnny Pelham, thanks. Johnny Pelham. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to seeing your show. I love your stand-up. You're oh, one of my favourite stand-ups. You're one of my favourite stand-ups. Isn't this heartwarming? Or is it this absolutely heartwarming? Um... Sign up to our Patreon. We've not plugged that yet. It's free. It's not free. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's free. Sign up to our Patreon. It's free for just Pounds. Th- it's free three, or, three or five or ten pounds a month. You will get free content <laughs> as long as you keep up the financial payments. It's free in a way. If you squint, it's free. If you change what free means, it's free. No, it's only three pound a month. If you um, and it's loads of shits up there, it's good. Also, send us an email. I asked for an email if sending problems. Not one of you fucking couldn't send in a problem. Right, well, that's not going to help, is it? Also, the, the, listen to the last episode if you haven't. We did some hypothetical problems for Johnny to solve. He didn't. He didn't know what Levi's was. He didn't know what Levi's was. He wouldn't shut up about pigeons stealing his sister. Don't, I'd say don't send us in any problems. Please, I want to answer some problems because I feel like we. I, this is my new belief about this podcast. It needs to be more outward facing. We cannot do that. We don't have it in us. All we can do is talk about this show, this podcast. So we need you to be our, our eyes into the world. I That's what I'm looking a, for. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Um, but anyway. also go see Johnny at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. The show is going to be good, I think. But it might not be. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really great. Um, Listeners, we're back on Friday. We have recorded the first of six episodes. I think we've got off to, I'd say, what would you say? Sort of like a one-all draw? Seven out of ten. Yeah. I think we've got a point on the board. Yeah, yeah. We can can do better. We can do better. And hey, on Friday, you'll find out if we do do better. Um, (laughs) I do think there's no other podcast that would end like that. I beg for money, and then the host going, I think we can do a lot better than this. 
and and no, and everyone listener in listening to this knows the end of Friday's episode is not going to end us end with us being like, oh, we did nail it actually. I think <laughs> best right. episode ever. Listen, I'm calling it now. Friday's episode will be the best episode ever. All right, take the day off work. If you're at school, skive off. If you don't have a job, get a job. And then, you, and then quit on the spot. Why? <laughs> because Failing Better is about to release their best episode ever. If you're a doctor, you've got some patients with some serious illnesses, just leave them hanging because you need leave to be them. there to experience the next episode of Failing Better. It's an all-day event. I will finish delivering your baby in a minute. I've got to listen to Sean and Johnny talk in about Robina. In 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, I will deliver your baby. This is too important. Unless Johnny forgot to set the timer, in which case it could last as long as it lasts. That is true. We do need to get off now because this episode is over money. <laughs> and we do have to do the best uh, bit of art that's ever existed. Okay. Straight so, um, just, to, just to sum up... Uh, uh, Johnny Wizards love Johnny. Um, Hugh Edwards, great newsreader. Uh, sign up to our Patreon; it's completely free. Um, <laughs> and that's that. See you later, everyone. Goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, Wisdom from the Top, I talk with CEOs and business leaders about the toughest challenges of their careers. There's lots of ways to measure success. Sometimes a company has to bet against itself. We wanted to set ourselves apart by having a point of view. Businesses really impact people's lives in pretty fundamental ways. On Wisdom from the Top, some of the greatest business leaders of our time share their intimate stories of leadership, innovation, and transformation. Stories you won't hear anywhere else. Check out Wisdom from the Top only on Luminary. Now, back to your show. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.